You're listening to the adventures of Charles Blunt and the Heroes of the Run in the Dark of Exandria. Get ready. It's hero time. So, we are unfortunately without a Hugo to start with, but uh, Hugo will be joining whenever Hugo joins. I Is think. Hugo's currently lost in the dark anyway, so... Yep, uh, we'll find Hugo at some point. Um, yeah, so after you guys have returned to the Empire uh, and to Nogparok, uh, you were, <clears throat> well, you weren't asked to help, you just kind of volunteered yourselves to help. Um, yeah, now I'm really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. Um, you volunteered yourselves to help clear out the uh, catacombs beneath the Temple to the Raven Queen within Novarok. Um Finding a, a rift into the Abyssal Plane that was leaking demons into their catacombs, um, having destroyed quite a few demons while you were down there, uh, discovering some kind of strange artifact, uh, and therefore closing the rift, um, mopping up anything, and then mopping up your own skeletons slowly and methodically, and quite cruelly. Um, well, not our own skeletons, to be fair. They were someone else's skeletons, we just borrowed them. Yeah. Yep, that's fair. And it, it's not cruel if you actually sit and think about the reasons, right? <laughs> I was doing them a, a, a justice, really. We have to keep oh. telling ourselves that. <laughs> Anywho, uh, and that's where we're at. So we're still sat in the catacombs, um, yeah. and you guys have free right. I am hurting! <laughs> I think we all are. I think... Should we clear it Make sure that there's nothing in any any other rooms. There nothing was, ordered. There was one door we didn't go in. I don't so. see them back. Because there's no. Oh, I thought there was. Sorry. <coughs> <coughs> so, so, um, I, I guess you're going should... to check out that other door. Yeah. Oh, so you. So you head back out into the corridor, uh, along to the secondary door. Um which is not trapped, and you open it and come back into the same space. It's literally two doors into one area. Oh, okay. Hold it. Okay. Well, I think that's us. We should take the <clears throat> disc to the priest and yep. priestesses. I've got the disc. So okay. forward march. And I'm just so, going to head back up. I'm, go- I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys start heading uh, out towards the uh, the surface again. I mean, uh, I will get... I will grab Hugo as we go and. and I, I assume that Hugo was coming. <laughs> well, as soon as you enter the room, he can see because you're holding the light right here. Yeah. Um. So Hugo gets up from his seat position, playing his <clears throat> most of his pan flute. Um. Todd, will you carry me? <laughs> Historically, this has not been a great <laughs> idea, um, and I did just get attacked by a bunch of demons and stuff and get beat up myself, so... Did I? Sure, it let's see. Hurts. Let's try. Make a strength check. <laughs> yeah. You're not proficient in athletics, and it's never athletics. Nine. <laughs> I mean, you, you try, and you, you do get her up into, like, a piggyback. Uh, you take a couple of steps, and you're just like, nah. <laughs> Just the usual, really. How it always goes. It's never a good idea. 
I mean, I'll carry you. If you okay. Want. Citrine, roll a strength check. Citrine turns into a rhinoceros. <laughs> I mean, that would that would take away the strength check. No. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I tried. Apparently, I'm too just now. <laughs> so you you go you go Citrine. You go, <laughs> you go to pick Riala up, and there's just like a. Uh, and then you feel something click, oh God, and you're like, so oh, no, oh no, oh no, oh <laughs> no. Put it back down. This is what happens when you eat, like, citrine. Yeah. It's <laughs> kind of harsh. <laughs> Are you really that injured, Riala? Yeah. Come here. Oh, so we're all trying it. No. <laughs> <laughs> The game does not want it to be. <laughs> Riala, how injured are you? Like, how, like, are you at half health or like on a scale of I mean, one to like, forty-one? Thirty-five. Thirty-five. <laughs> what the fuck? Are, what are you doing? I all just wanted to be held. You know, on a scale of forty-one. <laughs> On a scale of 43, I'm 28 out of 43. Uh, on that scale, I'm, I'm, I'm 29. <laughs> I'm full health. Uh, Cyrus, after this about a time, you would be back up to half health. Oh. I, can't I, already, I already am above half health, technically, because of the uh, um, new maximum. I'm going to ask your words on Charles, so I put my finger to his mouth. <laughs> and then you cast Cure Wounds for... 18. Okay, I'm there 100 percent Except for those maximum hit point changes, but you know. I sacrificed myself to make you better. Do you mean you cast a spell? That... It wasn't on me though, was it? Okay. <laughs> okay, so you guys Thank you, Riala. You do realize you all still have portions, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just I mentioned this last session. I just didn't think we were gonna fight anything else, to be honest. So you guys slowly start making your way out of the catcombs. Uh, you come to the first set of double doors. Uh, Sarah's maybe a wisdom saving throw. Well, uh, oh, then we have to knock first instead of Walton. Well, well, nobody said anything about it, so I here we go. Are we at the final set of doors? Nope. Oh, okay. Sixteen. Uh, I would always try to fail that anywhere. Nothing happens. You just keep walking. Hey, for oh, once, oh. I passed it. I would only be trying to do it at the final set of doors because I didn't think it was every set of doors. Well, I mean, well, I no, there, there are, there are um, multiple sets of doors leading on the way out, um, but uh, you didn't know. You didn't even notice anything. You just kind of walk through. <clears throat> I guess we just keep going then. Yep. So you continue forward, and you get to the next set of doors. Sarah, it's maybe a wisdom saving throw. How come I didn't have to do a wisdom saving throw beforehand? Because we, we had to go get her. But no. Um... I, th I think coming in is fine, but the ward is <laughs> the undead getting out. Yeah, um, we were told uh, before so like Sarah was to leave, we had to go get the Lathi and she would help Sarah get through. Yeah, but I only thought that counted for the final door. So yeah, Charles no, I ain't coming through this Yeah, so, so that second set of doors, Sarah, you just suddenly start walking. And you're like, what? And you look down at your legs like, go, what? I try and push him. Who? Push her. Her, her, Sarah's her. Uh, you go to push Ceres, and nope. <laughs> the weak must fear the strong. 
<laughs> I'm going to go up and get the that wee lassie. Okay, that so you lassie, the, the the priestess. Yes. So you you run ahead through the 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 sets of double doors, um, <clears throat> to the closed um, doors to the catacombs, um, knock loudly on there, and then after a few moments, one of them just and then there's just a Alana's head just kind of pokes through. Um, could you help us get our friend cut? Um, oh. oh yeah. Ah, uh, so uh, is it? Taken care of? Are they yes. Um, this was, there was an item planted by someone in one of the tombs um, that opened a rift to another plane. I see. We've got that uh, item with us, but uh, first things first, Sarah's out. Uh, of course. Uh, one moment, uh, and she follows in and goes all the way to Sarah's. Um, so I'm just going... door. Maybe if we shoot it. <laughs> I made it through one door. <laughs> Ah, well, that, that's quite impressive that you got this far. Um, one moment. And she, can't, she you, you just watch as she starts chanting something and runs her hand up the side of the door. And then the whole door frame kind of flashes for a moment. And then you, suddenly you've got control of your legs again. This is a weird experience. Last time I went through a door that was I think the signed suffering... against undead. Gave me a headache. Now I'm just... <laughs> I think the phrase you're looking for, Saris, is thank you. Well, I was going to thank her. I was just mainly pointing out the fact that this is a nice difference from massive spiking headache. To be fair, the last time you walked through a door ward against the undead, nothing happened. Saris! I said thank you. Uh, I uh, regret my intent to thank you in the future. <laughs> um, one moment, and she trots ahead to the next set of doors and does the same thing. And then the very last set of doors leading out of the catacombs and does the same thing. Um, you should be able to come through now. Thank you. And I'm going to go on. Okay, so <clears throat> yep. I assume that you all just come out. Um, so you are all now outside, well, out of the catacombs in this large, um, almost marble, black marble, almost obsidian um, entrance uh, <laughs> foyer, I suppose. Um, to the temple, uh, the temple of the Raven Queen. So you you mentioned that you found an artifact. Yes, this um bronze disc. As Charles reaches into his bag and then pulls out a disc of disproportionate size to the bag. This disc was uh, in the hands of one of the um uh, the, the dearly departed and. It appears that it was maintaining a rift open into the abyss. We've turned uh, it off now. She she looks at it, uh, examines it for a moment, um, turns it over a couple of times. Well, uh, it, it does seem to be some kind of magical item, but it seems mostly arcane in nature. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not really in tune with the arcane and more the religious uh, <coughs> magics. Does Rihanna know anything? I mean, Riala could know something. Can I check Riala knows something? You can make an Arcana check. Can I make an Arcana as well? I will say you can, but there will be a different DC for you because of your background. Let me just quickly check if I've got... Oh, an actual one! Oh shit, I have... <laughs> no fucking clue. Oh, I got 22? Uh, Satrine, <laughs> you would know that it is definitely uh, Arcane in nature. It is... Uh, and appears to be 
some kind of anchor. Um, well, that roll us about as much as you know. It appears to be some sort of anchor. Well, oh, that... look, look at the disc. Uh, look at you. Must be for a very small boat. Oh dear. <laughs> Shut it, Charles. Yeah, what? Well, I mean, it, it does make sense if there was a, a rift. I imagine if you tried to close it before you uh, broke this, then it probably wouldn't have stayed shut. <clears throat> I don't know if we broke it. I simply dispelled the magic on it. Well, I mean, that, that would break the effect, yes. She means breaking the anchor's tether to the rift. Yes, exactly. Um, but uh, beyond that, uh, I couldn't really say much more. Uh, I couldn't tell you who made it, who put it there. Well, perhaps the arcane merchant here it's in the city, and if not, perhaps maybe the martinet. Yeah, that's a good, decent point. Well, I mean, uh, if, if you have connections with such people, then I imagine they would be very good at uh, determining how this was made, or indeed who placed it. Yes, the Martinet uh, and I are, are good friends. Well, very good. Uh, then I would uh, I would say he is a very good contact to have, and yes, and she hands it back to you, John. Uh, Charles put it back in the bag, and um, oh, um, by the way, some of the sarcophagi have been slightly damaged. As far as I can tell, some of the undead creatures, um, these um, mist-like creatures, they occupy the skeletal forms, and then they break their way up from inside. So they have caused some damage. Oh, well, that is... Uh, <clears throat> that was the least of our worries. Uh, we have uh, masons and, and stonesmiths that can, that can deal with that. Good. And then um, we some damage to the skeletal remains. That should be noted as well. I, I imagine you did if they were being reanimated. Yes, it's much less of a violation to destroy a skeletal remain than it is to occupy said remain. But yes, I, yeah. um, we, we tend to build these sarcophagi in place anyway, so we, we will did, send out the, the masons. We, we did... Um... None um, of us occupied any of the remains at any point. It was only the demons. I just got to look at Citrine as I say that. Um, we uh, put the remains back in the crypts as best we could. I hope that's well, okay. That, that is much appreciated. Um, and I believe the dead will probably, if they were aware, um, appreciate that too. Okay. Is there is there anything that I can help you with um, to say thank you? Um, we can't really offer any monetary... Uh, reimbursement or anything like that, but I am a cleric. What was the... Uh, oh, yes, I was a look at Charles. What was the church that we found at uh, Shady Crew Run again? Oh, that was to Pelor, the Dawnfather. Uh, no problem. Uh, just double-checking before I say anything else. Ah, uh, sure. Um, I'm, I've grown quite curious. Um, perhaps as thanks, do you have any... Uh, literature on your church deity or other sundry related items i mean well yes isn't um, sun sundries like dried tomatoes and stuff those are sun dried tomatoes it's yeah but they're they're referred to as sundries i mean not where i'm from but perhaps okay let me get you a book 
I will be back in a moment. And she toddles off, um, leaving you standing there for a moment, and then toddles back um, and hands over a book, um, literally just entitled um, the, the Matron. I will take that book. Um, and this, as you requested, is a, a, a book of preaching um, with regards to the Raven Queen. All right, my library grows. Was there uh, anything else? I, I mean, I'm glad to hand over that literature. Spreading the, the word of the the dear matron is, is always part of my mission. <clears throat> Not that I can think of. I'm good. Uh, Riala, are you still feeling a bit peaked? I want to go to sleep. Do priests or priestesses bless weapons or anything? Like, does that do anything? I mean, we can, but uh, the effect would only last for so long. Uh, mm. Probably around about the same as dousing it in holy water or anything like that. Oh, um, maybe if you have like a couple of vials of holy water. I mean, I, yes. I, I could get you some holy water if you require it. We can add them to our significant reserves. Yeah. <laughs> no such thing as being too prepared. Um, yes, uh, one, two, three, four. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, she toddles off again and comes back with five vials of holy water. <clears throat> thank you. I think that's really everything. Well, um, thank you again. Um, we are in your debt. Uh, the heroes of the run. And she smiles and then wanders off about her duties. I really do hate that name. Well, we could be the heroes of the catacomb. We're not heroes. But we save people. Yeah. That's the description. Mm. Anyway, um, are, are, do we want to do any shopping while we're in um, Novgorod? Well, I mean, we could go to the old lady shop to see if she can tell what that uh, desk is. Yeah, see if she's what specifically else is. I mean, we should probably do that. And she may have new stuff. Who knows? It's been like a week. Maybe yeah. she finally invented the internet. <laughs> oh, okay, um, so before we get there, uh, Riala, Citrine, Hugo, this ring is empty. Would anyone like to reload it? Holding up the double-fingered ring of spell story. How do we do that? You um, cast a spell while touching the ring. And it just into the ring. Yeah, okay, I'll, 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 I'll use... Uh, just whatever you want. It will take... Um, I actually don't know how much it will take. Well, I can use two of my spell slots. Well, my last two spell slots, actually. <laughs> um, uh, but they'll only be at first level, if that's alright. <laughs> I mean... Beggars chooses all that. I can give you a second level shatter. Yeah, okay. You do that, and I'll give him a first level healing ward and a first level ice knife. Is that alright, Charles? That sounds pretty good to me. Okay, then <clears throat> I will touch the ring and cast shatter. Does he need to take the ring off? No. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I that would be shatter helpful. on me. <laughs> well, I don't know these, these details. 
I will do the same thing with healing ward and ice knife. Okay, so I have a second level shatter, a first level ice knife, and a first level healing ward. And then um, Hugo will step up. And we'll... Ah. Charles, how about uh, a guiding bolt at first level as well? That sounds pretty good. And <laughs> for a moment he will look like he's about to take aim at you and then touch the ring. So you have first level guiding bolt, first level healing word, first level ice knife, and a second level shatter. Yeah, I'm all magically armed. Okay, good. By the way, I think we should rest here, maybe, before we move on. Like, after we've done shopping, find an inn or something. Because I don't think it's very good to continue with our health being as affected as it is. We could go to... We go to the Brace of Bracers. Uh, The Brace of Bracers was just an underground bar. Well, not underground, yeah. but you know what I mean, a CD bar. There wasn't any rooms. I mean, we could still go there. We do have a tent and that in our carriage. We could literally just set up. There is an inn in Novgorod. We've stayed at an inn in Novgorod before. We have. We have. Yes, we have. When? We definitely no, we have. have. Yeah. What was it called? No idea. <laughs> I legitimately don't think we have. I think we always no. did. We did. 100% we did. Last time oh. we stayed at Nogvorot, we couldn't go in the city because of me being undead. Yeah, but we stayed at it before that. We, this is our third time at Nogvorot. It's our fourth time at Nogvorot. I was going to say, yeah. Okay. But uh, we've definitely stayed. No, it wasn't here. It was... um. stayed in, in Hopperduke. We we're just standing in the street in the cold after casting these spells into the ring. Like, have we stayed here? <laughs> okay, well, we have not spent the night here inside the city. We only spent the night outside the city because we had to wait outside the city for the. Yeah, you set up your tent just outside the arm, um, the army encampment. Yeah, but what did we do the other two times that we were here? We just passed by. Yeah, we, I don't think we stopped before, but we should find an inn this time. First time it was, we turned up to drop off the um, civilians. Second time was uh, to... That was the time we stayed over because... We yeah, because absolutely that. Third time we got here, dropped off horse and carriage, went straight to um, Shady Creek, and now fourth time now. Um, okay, I would, so we're going to go visit the magic person. Um, I would also like to find a jeweler's. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so as you are heading towards the magic shop, uh, you do pass uh, quite a large inn that you will have seen before and it's called a Spear in Hand. Okay. So I'm you can sure that's that. a problem. <laughs> I'm not fussy. I mean, it could be. You don't know from the outside. <laughs> I, I've read the name, I know. Um, Maybe you'll get laid, Charles. Uh, so you, you arrive at the magic shop um, and there is a note on the door. And <laughs> you joke, but that's what it says with a <laughs> And then below is a secondary note that says, for more stock. 
Well, I guess we'll just um, check with the Cerberus Assembly. Well, we can pop by tomorrow. Or Riala can send our um, a message. Riala can send her message tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We'll check, we'll check tomorrow. Um, you want to the jewelers? Yes. Okay, we uh, should find one then. Easy enough. Uh, there is a, a, jewel, a jeweler's a few doors down from the magic shop. It's not a very big place. It, it just seems like a, a small storefront um, with a, a counter immediately as you enter. Um, oh, it's pretties. What? We're in a, we're in a jewelry shop. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It's pretties. Oh, no, I didn't hear what you said. Uh, um, uh, so, yes, there is a, a glass counter. Um, and there are stones set in rings, in necklaces, stones just by themselves, all of different um, cuts and co- uh, colors and qualities. Um, and as you're looking over the stock um, from a beaded curtain at the back, uh, a, um, a human female um, with quite short red hair um, emerges. Oh, hello, uh, hello there. Um, how may I be of uh, service to you? I mean, Citrine, you wanted to come here. Two seconds. Everything is really pretty in here. Are we well, about to see Citrine just put a hand like, in her bag and then dump like, a pile like of jewelry? <laughs> I'm looking for a diamond worth 300 gold pieces. <laughs> she is slightly distracted by um, Riala and is like, ah, I mean, uh, 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 one moment, please. And she turns around and goes back out. And you hear like a long pause of nothing. And then she just steps out again and then leans down to the counter and, and pulls out a, a handful of diamonds. There's about six of them of varying sizes. Uh, this one and uh, this one are worth uh, 250. This one here is 350. And these two are uh, 500 each. Mm, I need three. It, it needs to be 300, exactly. Three, it, at least 300 is a material component. Yeah, but I don't I want to waste was, diamond. I would assume okay. there would be something like as long as it's worth 300 and above. The, the I know, mater- but I'm not wanting to waste material. Yeah, that's right. I was just double checking that you knew that. But if the tree just wants to get one exactly 300, then. I mean, I don't have one that is exactly that price. I could, uh, I could work this one, um, but it would cost you a little bit to have that done, and it's getting close to the price of the diamond anyway. It would cost money to make the diamond worth less. Okay, I'll take one of the three fifties then. I mean, there is only one, but yes, that would uh, be well three hundred and fifty gold then. Okay. I will hand that over. And she hands you over what is an uncut diamond. Um, what, 350 gold? Okay, doc. Was there anything else I could help you with? Um, yes, actually. If I oh. gave you a, uh, a gem to cut, could you have it done um, by, say, midday tomorrow? I mean, uh, this is very possible, yes. Good. Now I have this, and Charles will produce the flawed diamond, which is worth 100 gold pieces. Okay. And put it on the counter. Now, I need you to cut that into a shape that will fit and 
go for it. And he just like in a very obvious, deliberate way, like lift the gun between four thumb and forefinger. Um, she looks at it and has no idea what you're holding. <laughs> okay, that's that's good. Last time we grabbed the gun in a building, everyone panicked. Um, I will open the chamber. Uh, or open the um. Yeah, it's a chamber. That spinning thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, will, it will open the chamber. I say, I need it cut into a shape that would fit in here, but it cannot become worth any less than half of its current value. I mean, that is certainly possible. Um, I would say, actually, it probably won't even take me until the end of the day. Why do you want to shoot a diamond? I have an idea. I'm sorry, what? Oh, um, this is a, a kind of projectile it sends things flying out. It will not fire the, the diamond. That's not the plan. Okay. That's uh, interesting. Uh, what but yes, plan I can do have you have, Charles? Uh, it's just an idea one of the boxes has given me. I, look, I, I really want to refine it before I, before I share. Um, I would say that uh, for this amount of work, 10 gold pieces. And uh, I tell you what, actually. Wait no. a minute, is it getting cut down to the size of the chamber in a cylinder, or the cylinders? It really just has to fit inside of it. If it's a long cylinder or not, it doesn't matter. No, I, what, no, I'm saying the chambers in the cylinder, or the cylinder itself in a section. Well, the, the, the check... Here, the bits where the, the bolts go, the bits where the... You point in the hole in, in, in the chamber wheel thing. It has to go in here. Do you mean where the bullets go? Yes. That's the chamber. All right. I have no idea what you're talking about. Look, it just I... has to go in. Ignore her. It has to fit in here. It doesn't matter how long it is. As long what is going as on here? It's full fit. Okay. Uh, if you let me keep any of the material that I take off, I will do it for free. Okay, but um, you probably want to take a measure because it's got to fit like snug. I don't want to point this down and it slides out. I, I will need you to leave that with me. You okay. can probably I... take the cylinder off and give her the cylinder so she doesn't take the entire pistol. Yeah, but it still undoes my magic pistol. Um, I, I will I will remove the, the chamber cylinder and, and all of the... Um, I, I will unload it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> as, as I, I pass it over and, and she like reaches to try and take it I'm just going to hold it like firmly for single now this is a piece of something extremely valuable I just want you to understand that as I hand it over of course I handle very valuable things every day good um, come I back uh, give me two hours okay I will come back in two hours uh, well, uh, if there is nothing else, I will uh, bid you a good day. And she takes it, turns, and disappears back out. Is there anything else you'd like to do before you come back and prepare? Uh, I, I guess mean, the magic store is closed. It's the blacksmith, if anyone wants to go there. Oh, shit! What were the jewels? Wait, 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 wait! I would take the disc out. And <laughs> the head pokes back through the doorway. Wait, yeah. wait, I forgot something. Just come back in the door. Um, I'll produce the disc. That's it. Um, is there anything particularly interesting about the um, 
the gems or or the design of this item to your eye? Uh, well, looking at the gems and how they are set, uh, they do not look like they were set by a professional jeweler. They look like it was uh, quite crudely built, but uh, good enough for any kind of arcane purposes, which is what it looks like, I, I have to admit. Uh, yes, that was uh, our reckoning as well. Now, can you tell me, Ball Parking, how much would you say this item is worth in, in arcane, you know, the, the base terms? I mean, wait, wait, for the arcane purposes, it depends on what it does. I'm not really sure. Uh, no, just, I mean, it's like, you know how it's, a, it's you need a diamond for 300 gold, and that was worth 350. What's this worth? Uh, she kind of looks over the gems and kind of gauges the size of the gems and the, the, the arrangement and what the gems actually are. But within gems, probably no more than 500 gold. 500 gold, and I suppose the base material being bronze, it's not worth that much. I mean, I would not be paying for the base material if you were to sell me it. I see. Good, good, good to know. Alright, thank you. Was that it? Uh, yep, just uh, performing some market research on this artifact that we found last time we went on an adventure. Okay, um, then... I will see you in a couple of hours. Yes, good. I put the disc back in the pouch. Just like back at the door, back at the door a little awkwardly, make sure there's nothing that he needs to double back. Yes, good. Um, two hours. I will see you again. Don't need anything else. But open the door. Uh, I don't think we need anything else just now. Yes, good. Thank you. And just let, just let the door open. Okay. Um, so you all exit the shop. Uh, and Novrot is yours. So, do we want to stay inside the city this time, or do we want to camp out again? Uh, let's stay inside the city. I, I want think, a bed. I think after sleeping literally underground um, two nights ago, and then inside a fortress. It was like half a week ago because it took four days to get here from there. Oh, yeah, four days of camping, right? Yeah, I'm sick of it. That is fine. Okay. Um, so, do you go back to the spear in hand? I guess. I mean, we know where that is. Okay. Uh, so Rihanna's look... already on our way. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're standing there deciding, um, should we go back to. Wait, where did Rihanna go? And you, and you look, and you can see her literally arriving at the, <laughs> the spear in hand tavern. <clears throat> so, you make your way there uh, and head inside. Uh, you're immediately greeted from from the outside. It doesn't look all that busy or that exciting. Um, the moment you open the door, there is a roar of just um, cheering, laughing, people talking loudly over over the din. Um, at a couple of the tables, there are um, a couple of ladies, um, human, elvish. Uh, there is actually a dwarven woman. Um, leaning over towards some of the patrons um, who mostly look like um, soldiers or crowns guard um, off duty. Um, yeah, you get the idea that this was not um, just an inn. I knew it. <laughs> Charles is like, it's full of singers! <laughs> <laughs> 
He's he's learned the difference. <laughs> Although uh, there, it, it will finish, but there well, is there is. Just... Help at all with that homesick feeling you were having? Are you like implying something, Charles? That you I know for a fact you performed in places like this before. It's not as homely to me, no. It, it is very different to the style of um the the kind of what well, this kind of establishment in Nicodronus. There's a lot less colour and flair around you. A little bit like some of the taverns that may have may have been in the open quo. Open key. Cool. No, well, that's how Matt Murtha says it. I so. know, I know. <laughs> the open key. Um, but, yeah, it's probably not the same kind of establishment that Riala was used to visiting. Um, there is, however, um, much to Satrine's joy as you wander in. There is a like a chalkboard, um, like a special menu for, for um, argument's sake. And there is, in large letters, uh, steak and ale pie. Oh my god, Citrine, Citrine! Yes? Look, look! Oh, steak and ale pie? <laughs> Why it's would you ruin really... your steak like that? No, 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 Citrine, it is really nice. Is it? Yes, it is really nice. Trust me, try it. Nice. Okay. He actually I is mean, right, Citrine. steak and ale pie is nice. If you don't like it, you could always order the beefcake instead. The beefcake? Yeah, trust me, it'll be good. Beefcake. Doesn't sound that good. Why would you make a cake out of beef? It's I mean, not. It's just a, that'd just be like a big steak, right? No. So, just, um, you know, gonna try new things. <laughs> While yeah. you guys are having this conversation, um, a, a slightly older human female um, wanders up to you with a, a wry grin. And, uh, what can we do for you, lot then? Uh, you've been out on the road, it looks like you've, uh, all been well-travelled. Do you Looking... have rooms to stay in? Well, yeah. Like, just to stay in? I mean, well, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, we were up at Shady Creek, uh, with the army. Um... Well, that's a shitter. Oh, I'm really sorry about that. Sounds like it was a horrible time. I've been hearing some of the stories. Yeah, over like most of the army was wiped out. Yeah, some of the some of the lads are not so not doing so well. Uh, yeah. But and she kind of leans in and like says it quite quietly. When they don't have such a good time, I tend to. And she kind of smiles really? and looks around. That there's uh, more and more of these girls are coming down from um, rooms above. We'll say. Um, and joining other tables. Walking like cowboys. Yeah, okay. Really, I just want something to eat. Well, we've got the special one today. Steak and ale pie. Uh, yeah, I'll take one of those. Okay. Uh, what does it come with? Each. Does, well, it come, does it have potatoes? Mushrooms? I mean, there's potato in it. Uh, there's steak in it. And there's ale in it, and there's gravy. Okay. And then it's all in a pastry. I want it. And it does come with other vegetables, if you want it. Uh, yeah, please. Okay, so that'll be a silver for you, 
Uh, anybody else? Yes, I wanted the pie and stuff, please. Okay, two. Um, what about you? She's looking you... at you. Oh, um, yes, I'll also have the pie with the vegetables and um, I don't suppose you have any um, I don't suppose, I don't suppose you have, have, have anything uh, akin to meat. I mean, yeah, actually we do. I mean, it's not I, in the pie, but... Well, no, I would be surprised. Uh, <laughs> even on the staff, we didn't put it in the pie. Um, but yes, I think a, a bottle of that would, would go down well. I mean, after all, after we defeated the leader of the undead army up in Shadow Creek Run, Shady Creek Run. Where the fuck it, is Shadow Creek Run? It's just on the east end of Shady Creek <laughs> Run, where the mountains loom over a bit more. <laughs> I'm very to get sunlight in the morning. Okay, so that's that's another silver for the meal, and then another silver on top of that for the bottle. So that's four. Do you have any whiskey? Oh, of course we do. Uh, can I get a bottle of whiskey? Okay, that's that, that's three silver for that. Uh, it's not it's not like expensive stuff. It's just you know, but it'll it it will definitely put hairs on your eyeball. Okay. Uh, uh, so three foot silver for that. Yep. Uh, and she looks at Hugo and is like, "Pie," and Hugo's like, "Yes, why not? Uh, I have never tried this steak and ale." Yes. Hugo, you would love it. It is going to be super nice. So that's another silver. Uh, and yourself? And she looks at Sarah's. Uh, you know what? It piqued my interest when Charles mentioned it before. You've got any bottle of grog behind there? I mean, I don't have bottles of it, but I've got a fucking grey big barrel of it over there. Hmm. <laughs> uh, can you have you got an empty bottle spare you can pour it into? I mean, I'll probably find one, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's not going to be much more than there is in a big cup but yeah yeah a bottle or two of grog well i'll tell you what i'll do you two bottles for silver so that's yep yeah i'm running that's out of fingers is there anything else you want you can see she's literally holding fingers up do you have like dessert i mean yeah ah uh, probably not the kind of dessert you're talking about though uh <laughs> okay Depends what you mean. I mean, I'm talking about sweet dessert to eat. I don't think that's what you mean. <laughs> she means pastry, sweet pastry, sugary stuff. Ah, no, then no. Sorry. I think the word it was like there was food. She meant food. <laughs> I think we've got one called she <laughs> sweet pastry. Right, so we're at, we're at nine silver for the meals. And it's uh, for the five. Do you want five rooms, or do you just want like split between you, or do you all want one room? I don't know what you're into. Let's go individual rooms. Uh, so that's okay. That's another. I don't know. So that is fifteen plus nine. Twenty-one. Two gold, one silver for the lot. Okay. So if you hand over the two gold ones over. Right, uh, find yourself a seat and I'll be back with your uh, meals and your drinks and all of that good stuff. And your keys. Okie dokie. So, off she wanders. Um, there is a table um, that doesn't have anybody currently sat at it. Um, and as soon as you sit down, there is uh, a young elven woman 
dressed uh, slightly uh, slightly less well than she possibly should be for the kind of temperature it is, um, comes over to the edge of the table and just kind of looks over you all um, and kind of gauges the reaction as she walks over. Um, I mean, if Charles sees her approaching, Charles probably just kind of like looking at his hands on top of the table, just like, oh, look at that. Oh, I've got a bit of a terminal there. <laughs> I, I imagine like both palms down on the table, fingers splayed out, and just staring at them. Do not yep. look up. <laughs> look at look at the table, tapping the fingers every so often, looking at the ring occasionally, like, oh, that's interesting. Just like. <laughs> Uh, Hugo is like, mm, and then kind of shakes his head. Charles, are you sure you're not interested? Uh, yep, 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 yep. Charles, are you okay? Yep, I'm fine. Um, she kind of reads the table and wanders past. You seem a bit flustered. Because she's read the table quite well, uh, as she walks past Charles, she runs a hand from one shoulder to the other as she goes across. Yeah. <laughs> and then you hear like a light chuckle as she walks away. Charles is like holding on to the edge of the table. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, a couple of minutes pass. Well, a few more for them, a few more than a couple. Um, and eventually um, all of your plates come out with the steak and ale and vegetables. And the aforementioned drinks are provided. Thank you. No worries. I'll uh, just, if you need anything else, just give me a chat. I will do. Thank you. And you top um, I'm going to start munching on my steak and ale pie. Rana's just there eating, right? Shuffling steak and ale pie. Well, time to try out the ASO famous grog that you mentioned, Charles. Uh, is this a saft meat? No. Has Charles ever mentioned famous grog? You mentioned grog back in day, I hope do. Yeah, but grog, grog's what they drink on chips. Grog is shit. Grog is not nice. <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah. not. It, it's, it's like funky tasting water and alcohol in it. It's not great. It's good, it's good if you're out tea. I've drank worse. <laughs> you probably haven't. Can you really taste? Huh? Does Ceres have a sense of taste? Yes. Yes, of course I have a sense of taste, Charles. You say of course, but like you don't go to the bathroom. You're you're How also dead, which would suggest that the taste buds and your tongue would be dead. You, like you don't have Okay, first point. What was going to the bathroom gonna do with anything with taste buds and two magic? <laughs> Alright, I, yeah, I get it, but like you know, you don't need to eat, you don't need to sleep, you don't go to the bathroom. So it's not insane to think that perhaps you don't have a sense of taste. Well, the only reason I am ordering this drink and any of the drinks I order anyway is the taste of the drink. I'm still curious as to where it goes. Again, section two, magic. Okay, but that's a meme. Like, you, have, you could ask questions if it's magic. People wrote whole books. Charles just reached into and grabbed the history of magic. People wrote whole books because they asked questions about magic. Yes, and they've also wrote whole books about, well, I don't think they're actually publicized, but they've wrote books about this kind of magic, but they're outlawed. I mean, yeah, but then that would have answers for me, but since I don't have those books, I have you. So, Riella! 
Was there yes. nothing in the jeweler jewelers that you that you wanted? No, not today. I don't know. I don't. I not feel myself. So perhaps I can take another look some other time. Why? What's wrong? I just very tired, and mm. I, I'm hurting, and I don't know. I just feel sad when uh, when we all get we get hurt. Okay. So I just want to to eat the food and chill out. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm still sad about my skeletons. Right, I know, I know Charles was saying that I was being brutal, but it was really for their own good. It was. Like, yeah, okay, I get it. Um, yeah, I don't know, just... It's oh, actually, maybe I shouldn't talk about that too lately. Perhaps I mean, not. You guys look around, nobody is paying attention to you. <clears throat> I mean, they're, they're all rather engrossed in either their shouting conversations, they're laughing and cheering, or the uh, the girls that are on the edge of their tables sitting in laps and things like that. <laughs> Can I make Being led upstairs and stuff. Can I make a perception check on the room? I'm looking to... I'm, I'm looking to... I'm listening for, like, any soldiers or anything telling stories about um, uh, Shady Creek Run. I mean, they all are. All of, all of the sol- all of the righteous brand soldiers that you can see like partially in uniform are all talking about what happened. Anyone talking about the the giant eagle or the? I mean, there's many form? conversations about lightning and shit coming from the sky to help. And yeah, there are stories, uh, and you can hear you recognize some of the things that are being said. Um, when I hear them mention the lightning, Emma just like. Hug whoever's next to me and go. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah's is sitting there just eating the pie. That, I'm not um, eating. Huh? I'm not eating. Okay, drinking the grog. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Citrine grabs hold of her and it's like, "That was me." And <laughs> oh wait, sorry. I'm, I'm going to realize it's Sarah's that I'm holding. I realize that. <laughs> Ceres is probably still annoyed at me, and I'm just going to like pat her on the back and then jump on the other on the person who's <laughs> on the other side of me. It's like she's not annoyed. It's just the grab. That was me. It's like yes, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I almost died. <laughs> uh, you are saying again. <laughs> is there anyone? Is there is there anyone we recognize? Um, like the the soldiers of those guys that we told to run away, maybe. Or... I, I will say I will say roll a perception check for that. Right. Because it's one thing I... to overhear the fact that everybody is talking about Shady Creek Run. It's another to pick out That's people in particular. One. No, you don't natural, recognize a single person. Yeah, I got a natural one for a five. Um. Can I see if I can find Ceres' friend? Make, an, make another perception check. Oh, do you mean the one that the fuck off asking for ammo? Yeah. Yes. Perception. Charles, he's not here. Nope. 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 You don't see him either. Well, not with a nine anyway. Nope. Um, <clears throat> so, meals ahead. Drinks are drank. Um, uh, Charles, you have a, a thing to go pick up in a couple of hours. Yeah. Um, I would say we'll expedite this bit. Um, 
you go collect the gun. Um, and she's actually crafted it quite nicely into the chamber. Um, so it, it fits perfectly. And you, as you re-click in the, 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 the turning barrel and spin it, um, and it, it lands so that it's not in line with the barrel, um, you, you can actually see it's almost set in the front <coughs> of the chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, in such a way that as it clicks around, it doesn't impede the the turning. Yeah, I would. I'll turn it so the um, the diamond is in line with the chamber, and without having loaded any powder or anything into it, um, I just point it at the ground, uh, okay. shake it to see if the if it slides at all. Nope, you and don't I'll, even feel it rattle. I'll pull the trigger to again, not with any powder or anything, it, but just so it hits, it, just so the hammer swings up. Yeah, it clicks, it. doesn't move. Good, excellent. Exactly what I was looking for. I'll, re- I'll put, put the gun away. Well, I am glad you are happy with my work. And uh, thank you for the excess diamond dust that I have created from this. Uh, it will probably go to the temple. Good. And uh, tell me, what's the new worth of the, uh, the remaining diamond? Uh, the new is, uh, it, it is uh, now worth 50 gold. Unfortunately, there is some wastage when you do this. Um, so for me to get anything out of it, um, I had to take it down to the exact precise amount that you requested. That's all right. As long as it's worth at least 50 gold, it will work. Yes. Yes, it is. Good. Thank you. Um, now, excuse me, I was only partway through getting drunk and I need to go and finish. Well, you enjoy that, and I will bid you adieu. Try to walk back to the inn while, while loading the pistol. <laughs> when Charles gets back, he'll have, he'll have noticed the train has went to join some of the soldiers that were talking about the storm and was like... And she's like, oh, I hope I didn't scare you. But that was me. I did the storm. Uh, they immediately cheer, grab you, and drag you into the drinking that they're doing. So... <laughs> yeah, I've got my bottle of whiskey. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not a great whiskey. We're always going to go to her room. Uh, it's, it's, it's small, functional. Um, you get into the bed, the bed creaks. Um, <clears throat> she wants to see if there are any messages on those papers. You bring up papers. Uh, other than the the one that's written on there that Charles wrote. Charles um, ruined, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, there's nothing on there. Well, she wants to read her book then. Okay. That with the celestial one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, she okay. started at like one page before the ship went down. And... Okay. So you can continue reading that about the, the celestial planes. Okie dokie. Is there anything else anybody would like to do before we, <clears throat> everybody long rests and goes to bed? Well, if Charles had just walked back into the um, tavern, uh, Sarah's probably is like, Okay then, fill me in on the rest of this um, cylinder breach faffery. Well, it's not done yet. Like yes, it's, it's not done yet. The, di- the diamond's in, but I, you know, the plan's not finished yet. I'm still. Obviously, I'm on the same level as you with magic. I barely know much, although you know more than me now because of the books. I didn't but know you could you... literally just learn it. Like, I'm mm. quite surprised. What are you trying to achieve? Can I at least get a hint? One of my books, um, 
this uh, book of on evocation. It contains some information about um, the mechanics of a spell. I am trying to rework it a bit. Hmm. Can I look at at least what the work's been done? Um, you mean the to the gun? Yeah. Sure. I'll just take it out and uh, clip the um, the chamber open. Uh, so as you look at it, uh, in the end of one of the chambers, um, taking up a slot where uh, one of the rounds would be, there is a, a very purposely set diamond in that space. Damn, and it looked very is... well done. Damn. That is actually perfectly done. Fuck. No room for friction on the cylinder. No... No risk of breach, malfunction, down. Yeah, she's good. Uh, I can only load it with five bullets now, but I always knew that would be the case. Hmm. Oh. I, I think I kind of see where you're going, but I could be wrong. Okay. I'm assuming that cylinder is going to be left... Oh, sorry, that chamber and that cylinder is going to be left for a magical shot. Something like that. Clever. Uh, well, that was really fucking clever. <laughs> clever if it works, but stupid if it blows the gun up. <laughs> we'll find it's out. It's a dumb idea, but works. It isn't dumb. Yeah, but if it's a dumb idea and fails, it is. Then you won't be there to be uh, penalized when people <laughs> call it a dumb idea. Well, silver linings. Uh, <laughs> if, if you're drinking for taste, by the way, and Charles will take one of the... I assume there's just like cups around that people have left behind. Um, or even when someone's not looking, it's just going to take a, an almost empty cup, throw the remains just to the side on the floor, um, and pour some of the meat into it. Yep. You're probably better drinking this than grog. Cyrus takes the cup and takes a drink. It's a lot better. You were essentially drinking piss water, uh, and this actually has some taste to it. What type of meat is that? I don't know. It's not as it's not the kind from back home. Charles like pick up the bottle and just twist it this way and that. Is anything written on it? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just, just a plain brown bottle. I don't know, it's just what they've got. I'm assuming this is primarily berry mead. Because I remember you mentioning honey back in where you're from. So like would well, be mead, mead is made of honey. Um if it was berries then it would just be a kind of berry wine. I guess they might call it meat. I don't know. I, I just assumed it was imported. It's still going on. Uh, and Charles is going to get drunk enough to have enough confidence to go and take part in the stories. And his stories are mostly going to revolve around running around in... Like he's he's going like, to show off the gun a little bit, because like that was Ripley in Tell Stories, but like how... how um, he and uh, he and his companions were running running around on the ground, killing, uh, attempting to kill this powerful necromancer. Um, and then he's probably just going to continue to the point he gets he gets terribly drunk. Yeah. Oh, I did that uh, I too. Will, I will say that for for you to get terribly drunk, um, it will be another two silver. Yep. Um, but yeah, you can quite happily do that, and the soldiers love it. They they lap up every word. Yep, he's got to be drunk, to be normal, but he's doing it. 
I'm just going to stay at that table and watch them, <laughs> just to laugh at them. <laughs> I will tell the story of how I wild shaped into an eagle before the lightning storm, and how my 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 companion is a scaredy cat. <laughs> I decided to bail out. Yells from the back. Actually, she almost killed me. <laughs> I'm sure that did a lot to change their minds. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. They didn't and she was terrified. You almost killed me. See. Right. <laughs> Charles got. I imagine at one point where he's quite drunk, looking really disheveled, just unfocused, one foot up on the table, finger pointed at the air, and that was when we chased them through the last set of gates. But they almost shut it behind us. Those bars that came through the when we entered. But I managed to catch up with her. No one is faster than me on foot, apart from those that are. <laughs> I managed to weather her magics and her storms until our companions caught up. And once we had her pinned inside of her own illusion on the surface once more, then she was defeated. And then she came back! And then she was defeated again. I mean, it's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah's so gotta kind of like sit there, like, oh yeah, so what I do is like, oh, Sarah, don't shoot your gun, you're gonna give me tinnitus, but oh no, oh yeah, you nearly died, Sarah? <laughs> Walk it off. Sarah's. <laughs> Us, like, telling our stories and Sarah's just sulking in the corner. <laughs> Everyone has a go at me for firing a gun, but I have to sit back and accept it when I almost get plummeted to the I ground. I mean, it was Charles who was getting it as well, so. Okay, so, after a night of storytelling with the, the soldiers and revelry and all of that, I imagine uh, you, you can all have your long rests. Um, Does our hit most... get reset? Yes. yes. Thank <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, <clears throat> the next morning is yours, uh, Citrine and Charles. I will require a constitution saving throw. Yeah, fair enough. 16. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So, Citrine, you are quite hungover. Uh, Charles, you've got a bit of hair and dog, but not too bad. It's that weird comment there. Strong feeling of needing to brush your teeth. Yeah, essentially. <clears throat> Turns out I actually need to go back to the jillers because I've learned some more spells. What? I need to go back to the jillers because I've learned some more spells. When did you learn spells? Oh, yeah. Weird. Do you just uh, wake up and like, you know spells? Sometimes. Hang on a sec. <laughs> I mean... Is that, is that how it works for you, Riala? Do you just wake up and you know spells? Um, sometimes I do feel like my powers have increased. Yes, why? Josh, I was just going to like... Glance at his bag full of books that he has to study to try and figure out some spells. Nothing, just uh, just checking. That must have been a nightmare growing up. I can imagine just like your dad coming through, is like running around the house. Your mother's like, whoa, whoa, whoa what's happening? Satrine knows fireballs now, walks past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. Um, but. No, I would love it, to wake up one day and then just suddenly know to how to do fireballs. That would be amazing. Yes. For you, yes. Everyone around you might be a pretty scary situation. You would be very thankful if I could do stuff for fireballs as well. 
Well, I think it's better I mean, than Google knowing it. I was about to say last person who used fireball hey, kind I, of I take offense to that. Uh, I think the I mean, offense. You know, fireball. If you if you aim fireball more carefully than you aim shatter, then that would be appreciated. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I mean, I I feel like you hurt me. Let's see how well you do with shatter, then, shall we? Um. I just like. Wait a minute, are you. The ring on, did, I guess we will. I don't I like your attitude with me, Charles. I can't tell if that's an actual <laughs> invitation of cast Shatter on Uriel or if that was just shit talk. I can't tell. Did Hugo add a spell to the ring? Yes. Hugo did. Guiding Bolt, I think it was. Yes. yes. The ring is fully loaded. Has Charles cocked the ring? <laughs> 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 he just puts two fingers in the air and then cocks his thumb back. Well, if I do it with a pistol, people panic. <laughs> well, no, the reason last time you got in trouble for pulling out your pistol is because there was a clear policy, no weapons in the bar. And that was a Hubbarduke. I feel like most bars are like that. I think it's an unspoken rule not to whip out your gun or a weapon in general in a bar. Um, well, quite question. Yeah. Uh, what kind of thing would the Raven Queen um, consider a good sacrifice? Um, what? Charles. Nothing. Hang <laughs> on, actually. <laughs> while Riala's trying to kill me for uh, the Raven Queen, I am going to check my... Riala? Oh, yeah, you suggested that you sacrifice me, but I probably wouldn't make a very good sacrifice. But I will check I in the Matron. Yes, so uh, you start flicking through this book. Um, it, it is mostly um, stories of uh, the matron's ascension to godhood from mortality. Um, then going on to the importance of uh, the cycle of life and death and moving on to the afterlife and into the celestial planes um, or otherwise. Um <clears throat> Not so much in regards to sacrificing. Uh, not a lot of the gods like sacrifices as per, um, but it does talk a lot about her disdain and distaste for undead and those that um, subvert death. Uh, looks like she is most... She's not really for receiving offerings or sacrifices, but she's really against undead. And people that subvert life. It's because I've got a sh I've got a new spell, right? And it requires incense and a sacrificial offer offering appropriate to your religion. But I don't really have a religion, so I was just going to pick one. And well, we've got um, Ceres here, who's supposed to be a champion of the the Raven Queen. So I thought the Raven Queen would be. I'm Get not a champion with. of the Raven Queen. I've just kind of been tasked by her champion to do this. So, so like an independent contractor, physical. But I mean, you're being paid by remaining alive. So, for 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 regards of that kind of spell, if you were to choose the Raven Queen as your deity that you were going to uh, target with that spell, I would say that. Um, raven feathers or raven bones, things like that. Okay. I thought like the wild mother would be up your street. Yeah, but I don't actually know who that is. So it's, uh, it's nature, isn't it? It's just all of that stuff. Life, kind of the opposite of the 
Raven Queen, kind of. Yeah, actually, no, I, I, yeah, actually, the Wild Mother. But I'd need to do some research on who the Wild Mother is. Well, since she is illegal in the Empire, I wouldn't go asking questions willy nilly. Hmm. Okay. Is there, was there anything else that you would like to do while you're still in Nogbrot? Yes, I need to go get go back to the jewelers. Okay. Uh, so you make your way a little bit down the street um, to the jeweler who is just kind of setting up. Have um, we all gone there? I don't know. I'm, I'm going there this time because now Riala's in top form. Okay. Um, so you head in um, and she smiles politely already um, by the counter. Uh, good morning. Uh, good morning, beautiful. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Uh, uh, could I help you with anything? Um, I would like. Um, uh, do you have um, powdered ruby? I, I ruby powder. I don't, but I could make some. I okay. do have a ruby. I need um, powdered ruby worth fifty gold. Oh, then yes, that is quite uh, quite easily done. Okay. Um. Well. Could you make it so that there's enough powder for a hundred gold? That's worth a hundred gold. She kind of looks down at the counter. Um, I could, but I would have to charge you a little more than that because I would need to take it out of that. And she points to a a, a ring that has a diamond, uh, not a diamond, a ruby set in it. Um, um, okay. It's not. Doesn't look like the most expensive ring in the world. Um, How much more would you need to charge me? I would say uh, 120, and I will get you 100 gold worth of um, ruby powder. Um, deal. Um, do you have any amethyst necklace similar to what I'm wearing? Um, so I'm wearing a, an amethyst necklace that's got a leather um, strap instead of a chain, and it's got wood around the outside, but I'm looking for actual jewellery just with a similar am- amethyst stone. Hmm, I, uh, I think I do. Uh, and she moves over to the, um, the furthest part of the counter. Uh, looking down, there is a, uh, a white gold necklace. Um, the, the amethyst that's set in it is a little smaller than the one that's in yours. Okay. Um, but she brings it out and she says, oh, this one uh, is worth about 75 gold pieces. Okay, and do you have a bracelet with an amethyst on it? Uh, that I do not. Uh, this is the only piece I have with amethyst, amethyst in it. Currently, oh. anyway. Okay. And I take it you wouldn't be able to make one with amethyst on it? I mean, I could, but it would take me a couple of days. Mm, I don't think we've got that amount of time. But I'll take the I'll take the necklace. Of course. Uh, that will be another 75 gold pieces then. Okay. Um, if you wish to have the powder now, uh, you give me 20 minutes. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, was there anything else I could help any of you with before I start working? No, I just wanted to look at all the pretty things. You're um, welcome to browse all of the pieces. I give uh, Riala the gold necklace with the uh, amethyst. She's really <laughs> emotional. Here's a present. I'm wanting all the girls to match, but I don't think Ceres would appreciate a necklace, so I'm going to get her a bracelet. That is so cute. I love you. Oh, thank you. 
<laughs> I love you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, 20 minutes pass by of just standing around in the shop, I suppose. Um, and she does come back with a small leather satchel. Uh, maybe about, just about fit in your palm. Um, and she hands it over. Uh, that is uh, 100 gold worth of uh, booby dust. Thank you. I appreciate that. Could somebody please help me put this necklace on? I will help you put the necklace on after I've taken the pouch. Okay. Charles will help while you're getting the pouch. Okay. Okay. So you are now wearing. Thank you. A, a white gold um, necklace with an amethyst set in the pendant worth 75 gold. So you can add that to your custom items if you like. Um, how do you do custom items, right? Because if I you don't go know. right to the very bottom of your inventory, there is literally just a box to write in. If you oh, want to put that kind of thing in, you can add a custom item just by going into where you would normally add. There's like a little subsection underneath it where it says add custom item. So yeah, it's yeah. Manage equipment, custom items, and then it says add add, add custom yeah. item. And you, what will happen is you click that, and you will just have an item that says custom item, and then you just need to edit it. What is, can you just tell me the necklace these again? It's a white gold necklace with an amethyst set in the pendant. And it's worth 75 gold. Do we want to go and see the magic ladies back yet? Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> uh, so you guys head back up the street a little bit. Um, and still it is dark in there. There is a note on the door. Gone vision. Dot, dot, dot. And then further down the door. For more stock. Oh, we didn't. We did. We did not come here at a good time, obviously. So, yeah. This we should good. mostly clear her out of a lot of her stuff. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps um, next time we get we come here, then we can say hello. Yeah. Okay. It's gonna pop to Nogrot yet again. <laughs> you never know when we're going to be here. So, what is your guys' plan? I mean, we could um, prep the, the wagon and the horses for setting off at some point there. I need to find incense worth 25 gold pieces. Mm. I mean... There is, there is as you are heading out the um, western side, there is a general store that mm-hmm. will sell you that. Um, how much did you say you need? Well, the spell requires uh, incense of 25 gold pieces, but I'd like enough to do it a couple of times, so um, maybe 100? Uh, they they are able to sell you about 50 gold worth, um, yeah, that's right. because that's a lot of incense. Yeah, okay. So 50 gold worth of incense. Um, they don't happen to sell, sell raven feathers, do they? No. This is like a, a very like a general store. You can get incense, maybe some tool sets, um, maybe some rations, uh, bags of oats, that kind of thing. Okay. Wait a minute, um, Citrine. Mm-hmm. Have you seen a raven before? No. Never mind. Then I was about to say because I remember you saying if you haven't seen the creature, you can't summon one. So. Yeah, I've never seen a raven. Hmm. I just know that they're a thing. Oh, that was my idea, Gun. Oh. oh, you can you can summon an animal you've never seen, but you can't yeah. turn into one. I can't I can't wild shape into one. So oh. yeah, I can summon a raven. Yeah. Riala, have you seen a raven before? 
don't know, have you? I think so. Just you could polymorph someone into one. Okay. So you're gonna <laughs> Charles, wait. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Well, is this a wisdom saving throw, isn't it? Yep. Charles, make a wisdom saving throw. Seventeen. Fuck. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. That's a wasted fourth level spell slot. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Charles' face just very briefly starts to elongate around. I meant someone who volunteered. I think we're all just talking about it now, but uh, perhaps tomorrow then. Well, you could have just, you know, let it be. Look, I just suddenly felt magic on me, to, you know, just default resist that. So are you guys heading out? Well, or are you yeah. doing anything else? We don't have any more business in Nogrot, do we? I don't think so. Is there, is there a um, a temple to Pelor in Nogrot? Uh, there isn't, no. Okay. Then no. Not one that you found. <laughs> oh, I do want to make a point of um, trying to find Gate and the Blue Watch. Or find some news about them. Um, make an investigation check. One. That you have, nobody knows who the fuck you're talking about. Can Char I do one? Um, Can I yeah. do them too? Yeah. Thirteen. So you ask around for a little while, um, and you you specifically start asking uh, soldiers that you've seen in the encampment before. Um, but n nobody really knows who you're talking about. Well, that's not a good sign. Where, where are the refugees? Uh, a couple of them, you are aware, are still somewhere within Nogbrot. Um, mm -hmm. They are within the town itself. Um, if you ask about um, about the refugees that came from uh, Felduin, um, a couple of them say, oh yeah, we'll, 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 no, no, they've been in this. They came from Shady Creek. Oh, the Shady Creek refugees. Yes. Um, and yeah, they are also still there. Um, <clears throat> some of them have moved on um, further into the Empire. Some of them have stayed. Um, but as far as you're aware, they're all doing well and are healthy and alive. Do they know anything about the Blue Watch? Uh, no. Shit. Yeah, it's really not looking good, is it? Well, I mean, I mean, you did send them off towards Felduin. It does take a little while to get there. Uh, yeah. I mean, it could, it could be a lot of things happening. They could have found some work. It could be... No, I didn't send... We didn't send them to Felduin. No. We sent Zen, uh, Zenny to Felduin. The Blue Watch, I tried to encourage the army to hire. Uh, this is true. I don't, like, that yeah. doesn't necessarily mean they did anything in particular. Maybe they did try and go Felderwin or somewhere else. I don't know. From what, well, still, nobody seems to know who you're talking about, um, but you don't get any bad news about them either. Well, no news. They, weren't, they weren't with the army. That they is good news. Shady, Shady Creek. That is good news, but also, they probably would have been a little helpful. Because mm, they, well, they, they knew the place. That had been very good when it came to lo the looting afterwards. Yes. Yeah. 
I'd want them there for that reason. Anyway, all right, so we don't get any news, but no news is good news, so that's fine. Okay, so the journey towards Rexendrum, if that's where you're going, I assume that's where you're going. Yeah. Um, is, as you know, three days. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will require um, six perception checks. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll ask for them two at a time. Well, there's there's two things I want to do on the journey. Okay. Um, but I would also like to ask Charles if he'd be willing to ride my horse. Um, okay, but... I need time on the cart because I have a thing I want to do as well. Okay. So you, you could ask Hugo to ride your horse. Because uh, Hugo yeah, is also Hugo, normally on the cart. Yeah, but Hugo also um, tends to drive it. Well, we can yeah. take turns driving it. Yeah, okay. So yeah, so I'll ask, to drive a cart. I'll ask Hugo to um, ride my horse then. Okay. Um, so Hugo swaps onto the horse. And Strain is on the cart with Charles. Okay. Uh, what is it you're you're wanting to do? Okay, so the first thing is I would like to practice a new spell, um, okay. where I use one of my wild shapes to summon um, a familiar, but it's a fae, not a beast. So, what's the list that I could summon? Uh, it if you go into D and D Beyond, uh huh, and go along to extras. Hit manage extras, and then choose the category. Familiar should be there. Yeah, I don't know if it's updated though, because this fey thing is a bit. I mean, it, when I hit familiar, it includes things like the demigorgon, Aracock. Uh, if you if you change the challenge rating to zero, I, I think there is an option that means that it will only do it for the the creatures that you're able to use. But yeah, if you set the, if you set both challenge ratings to. Avatar of Death, Awakened Shrub. Um, so you cannot. Your familiar is only ever tra- challenge rating zero. Yeah, yeah. Unless um, you are a warlock with a chain pack. I think the spell actually lists it. Uh, um, the spell doesn't. No. This, I, I, my interpretation of it, and it's a bit vaguely worded, is that it's the regular find familiar spell, but instead of getting to pick celestial fiend or fey, it just is a fey. Because I know that in the regular um, find familiar spell, you can summon like oh but small small birds, bats, cats, octopus. Yeah. I'm going to summon a fe- a tiny fey cat. Yep. No, that's that's very very easy. Uh, so you can actually add in your extras, um, manage extras, and do that familiar thing, and then pick cat. Okay. Charles could look over the like. I I said, what he hears the sound of a cat or the stuff. He's gonna look over his shoulder. Where did you find a cat? Uh, the Feywild. The. When did you go there? I didn't. I called it here. We'll put it back. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to go back? (laughs) They can talk to you. Yeah, I know, but he just meows. He's just looking at you. So, so, so what? This is like you just summoned a new magic pet. Yeah, but they're only here for like three hours. Um, what's his name? Uh. <laughs> the cat tilts its head, looking at you. What is your name? Um, I don't know. That's up to you. Uh, you are the master. 
<laughs> As Charles sees this cat talk. <laughs> the cat said words. What color of cat is this? Uh, it is uh, like a, <laughs> you know, you get that gray, dark striped tabby yeah. cat. That kind of. Hmm. Uh, okay. How about Storm? Well, I like it. It's Storm it is. Charles pulling out his book on Fae Magic to try to find the section Talking Animals. I mean, you find it quite quickly. <laughs> He's like, oh shit. It's a, it's a thing. Um, so you can only be here for a certain amount of time, but do you mind if I call um, you from time to time? Is that all right? Sure, you're the master. Yep. Okey doke. Meow. <sighs> I I now, oh now, God, that I've so it, now that I've heard it speak, I'm realizing it's not actually meowing. It's just saying meow. I mean, you're taking away from the magic of it, but okay. I, in my head, it's funnier if the cat is actually just saying meow. Just glares at you like meow. <laughs> Do you like getting petted? And the cat considers it for a moment, and then just kind of climbs up onto your lap and curls up. Yeah, okay. I'm going to just sit and pet my cat for the next three hours. Okay. Just what you instead just reminds of like we need to sacrifice the child. I mean, meow. (laughs) Okay, so perception check for day one and night one. I'll do one. Eleven. Let's well, one. Your real is insane. See. So twenty-two. Um, Don't rush it because then I click it again and it has two. The first day goes by uneventful, other than the fact that it is raining. One, of the, it's that really light rain, but it's cold because you know it's winter. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are able to set up camp on the edge of the forest. Um, almost in the same place that you did last time. You're getting pretty familiar with this road, and you kind of know where you can set up camp and expect to um, get to by uh, a day's travel. Um, second day of traveling. Um, I will need somebody to roll a perception check for the day and a perception check for the night. On the, on the second day, either at, at, at night or during the travel, Charles is going to... Charles has a box from a, a while ago which contained a gem which oh, yeah. uh, is potentially trapped. He disarmed it but he would like to investigate the nature of the trap and potentially rearm it. Okay. Um, so you did disarm it and opened the box if I remember rightly. Yes. Um, because it was a mechanical trigger yep. of the little ribbon. Um, yes. You are aware that there is something magical in nature um, above the velvet, but you don't know what. Um, Roll a dexterity check as you investigate it. It's going to accidentally set off. Well, we'll find out. (laughs) 14. 14. Um, You start to tug away and you can see um, the there is some kind of glow starting to build on the underside of the velvet and you quickly place it back okay so it looks like the 
ribbon attached to this, attached to the top. If you opened it without cutting the ribbon, you would pull the base up, the base up and then something would happen. So, I want to replace that ribbon trigger and close the box. Okay, uh, make me a thief's tool check. Because I feel like this is going to be pretty funny if someone tries to mug us and I just throw this box at them. Like, here, take it all. <laughs> 20. 20. Uh, you're pretty confident that you have reset this correctly. Cool. Uh, note to self, don't open that. I'm just put, <laughs> putting it putting it in, in the haversack. No one opened that box. Okay. Um, I would like to resummon uh, Storm. And okay. I would also like to ask uh, Charles for his book on transmutation. Um, what for? Uh, to read. <laughs> I mean, is there anything in particular you're trying to get from it? Charles is getting the book and handing it over as he asks this. It's more just a curiosity than a, than a sort of, would you want it for? I'm just interested to find out um, its limitations. What it's, what it's able to do and its limitations. Oh, it seems pretty powerful. I mean, there's a part in it where it talks about how certain kinds of wizards, they can just like touch a wooden thing and turn it into metal. Okay. I mean, so hey, what, what, are you talking to with regards to with regards to what? Turning what into what? Or you just, or are you just asking how powerful the general school of magic is? Yeah, I'm looking to see if the if there's like um, turn one creature into another creature. Oh yeah, there's definitely there's definitely stuff about that. Um, okay, you so do read I'm... about spells like polymorph, and you do actually it does touch a little bit on your wild shaping. Okay. So if Charles um, ever reads long enough into that book, he will come across that and be like, huh. Um. So I'm going to spend my time looking at that. Um. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, um, you also have a book in illusions, don't you? I do. Um, I'd like to borrow that as well. I'm gonna do this like a library. You pass the transportation book back, then I'll give you the illusion book. <laughs> um, do you find anything particularly interesting out of the transmutation? Uh, so... Sorry. Again, it, it depends specifically what you're asking about with regards to changing animals into what. Um, um, not animals. I'm looking to see if it can change a humanoid into a different kind of humanoid. Um, then yes. Yeah, you, you do find ways of doing that. Um, some of them are slightly more convoluted than others. Some of them seem to be natural abilities. Okay. Um, some of them seem to be much more powerful magics. Some of them are actually curses. Mm. Um, nothing in the realms of um, w what you're aware of that you could currently do. Um, <clears throat> it would it will probably require a lot more in-depth study. Oh, I'm not looking for something I can do. I'm just looking to see if it can be done and the ways that it can be done. Like how powerful is the magic that's used for it? I don't to change to change um, somebody's race of humanoid um, is quite a powerful thing to do permanently but there are ways of making it at least look like um, th this creature is changed from one race to another Yes. Um, okay. but then it starts touching on illusory magic rather than transmutation and it gets a little bit pissy about the fact that this is not transmutation magic and it kind of 
Alright, shams it a little bit. Okay. Because I am also looking for illusionary magic that does the same thing. Uh, yeah, that is, that is definitely in the other book. Um, or uh, magic items that can be worn that um, do either. Um, so there are magic items that would do the latter. Uh, okay. uh, uh, magic items that are illusory that change your appearance. Um, and it's essentially mostly through the disguise self spell. Um, okay. Uh, there is like the, I think it's the hat of disguise. Um, mm-hmm. Items such as that. Um, it's it's not a very, it's not an uncommon spell um, to be performed. Um, <clears throat> can you get that as a spell? Dis- uh, disguise spell? I can't remember. No. No. Okay. But there are so yeah, there are items, and there are uh, slightly stronger spells such as um, seeming, um, things like that that some of your party members might be able to do eventually. When Charles is asking about, like, because you just be, like, casually asking questions about what, what kind of stuff you're looking for, do you mention that you're looking for magical items? Yes. Uh, then Charles will offer also offer you the book on enchantment that he has. Okay. Uh, so that does talk about um, methods of enchanting uh, items, uh, imbuing them with uh, spell magic. Um, but it also, also does talk about the fact that it costs a fair bit of money and a long time to do it. Um, so is there anything out of the three books that would allow um, the undead to appear not undead? Or would allow um, someone who is, say, a vampire not to be affected by daylight or something by changing their race? The prior, yes. Uh, they all, well, they all actually mention um, items that would be able to use the disguise self to do exactly what you said, uh, disguising the undead as living. Um, okay. Because that's not changing from a humanoid to another kind of humanoid. That is changing mm-hmm. from undead to humanoid. That's yeah. different. Um, do you mention to do you mention to Charles about this idea that you're trying to see about if a vampire could protect themselves from detection in sunlight? I will mention it briefly. Uh, Charles will like, reach into the book at this point. It's like a stack of books, I imagine. So, well, I guess you're going to want to read about abjuration. That's about like protecting yourself. And divination. That's like detection magics, uh, according to <laughs> Slowly I'm, stacking you with books. I'm only a couple of pages in there. Uh, actually, at this point, I've taken out the transmutation, the abjuration, the illusion, the enchantment, and the divination book. The only book on magic I have left is the book on evocation. Which uh, doesn't cover any of the things that she asked about. No, it doesn't. He's read the blurb on all of them. He knows what they're about. He's not read. I don't think he's read the entirety of any of them. He's probably furthest into evocation. Um, does Charles ask why I'm looking? Charles knows why you're looking. <laughs> why am I looking? Oh, sorry, Charles. You, terms he knows. Okay. Yeah, you, I mean, you, you essentially just said it. Um, um, no, there's. Um, yeah. But I have suspicions that I'm not... I, I will say that at this point, it would have taken you most of the daytime to have done this. Yeah. Um, to the point that you're at. Um, so, Charles, you will have had to have been dri- driving the cart for the entirety of today. Okay, then I guess I'll, I won't do a perception check in the evening, and I'll just do the box at night before full dark. I'll do um, a perception check. So, uh, I mean, the perception checks have been done for today. Um, I think- Yes. Didn't that happen? 
No, they haven't. I still need a perception check for the day, sorry. So I need... Are we on another day? Yeah. Yeah, so this is day two. Okay, so I'm... So I need somebody for during the day that isn't Citrine. That isn't Citrine. Can we do that one as the night time one, then? Yeah, you can. (laughs) D&D Beyond's having a little crisis. Are you just the right slash roll 1d20 plus 8? No. 21. 21. Nice. Um, okay. 21. It's getting Guns. towards Sorry. the end of the second day. Uh, you guys have travelled a little bit beyond um, dusk, um, knowing this road quite well now. Um and it's getting to the point where you're expecting to see where you would normally camp um, when you hear first in the distance um, a little bit beyond the range of any of your dark vision or the light that you might have on you, um, a scream. Um, There's a moment of pause, and then there is the sound of hooves getting closer, and then there's a... And as this horse that has no rider... Um, it doesn't even have a saddle. You just see straps that are broken on the back of it as it races past you in the opposite direction. But well, that doesn't look good. Did Someone I see that? Just I mean, been... yeah, it's a fucking great horse. Right, sorry, <laughs> I just wanted to say I want to chat and shit. That looks like someone's just been ripped off the horse. I mean, it didn't, it didn't have a saddle at all. What, what is it the... nighting just now? Or is it's it... dark. It's dark. What did the scream sound like? A person, uh, it, it, a woman, an animal? It was a woman. It sounded like a woman's scream. Uh, is Charles awake? I mean, you're you're still traveling, so I imagine you were driving the car. Can I cast oh. Nature's Guardian on myself? Uh, what does that entail? Um, give me a second. Will I pull it up? Well, Charles got to stand up in the um in the wagon and see if he can spot anything in the dark. Um, as the car is still moving. You can't yep. see anything just yet. We should hurry on and find out what that was. Where are you? I'm on the car um, next to you. I'm going to... We should follow? We should I'm... follow? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, oh. Is that is what you hard... said, Charles? No, we shouldn't follow. We should hurry forward and find out what happened. We don't want to follow the horse. Oh, okay. So I didn't hear it properly. Um, Guardian of Nature. Um, I cast it on myself. Um... And uh, Nature Spare answers my call, transform you into a powerful guardian. The transformation lasts until the spell ends. You choose one of the following forms to assume, primal beast or great tree. I'm going to assume primal beast, um, which means bestial fur covers my body. Uh, my, facial f- my facial features become feral and you gain the following benefits. Your walking speed is increased by 10 foot. Your dark vision um, is increased with, uh, to a range of 120 foot. Oh, you shit. make strength based attacks, uh, attack rolls with advantage, and your melee weapon attacks deal an extra 1d6 force damage. Okay, so, yeah, well, make a note of that. Um, and well, as you... Because I was uh, going to be... I'm going to be less fancy. <laughs> going to take out one of the um, bullets from my pistol and replace it with a fireball round. Okay. Um, so, two things happen. Um, as you transform... Uh, you freak Charles the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, standing up. We'd better hurry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Citrine. <laughs> Secondly, 
with your dark vision that you have just given yourself rather than increasing, um, you do make out at the very edge of the 120 feet. Uh, there is a shape um, on its side that looks like a cart that has been turned over. Okay, I'll rush our cart over to that cart. Well, um, I'm driving the cart, so I'll rush our cart over to that cart. Yeah, okay. At your uh, direction. So, as everybody is heading in that general direction, I will move you onto the map that you may recognise. Oh, God, I already know what it's going to be. If the Cobalt Soul people are back, then... So I now have to give Citrine... How many times are we going to be here? I mean, you keep going down this path as your own bloody fault. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, yeah. Last time we were here, this was like day one. Oft. Troll just repeats itself. What are you <laughs> saying? Just Charles looks at you. What are you saying, oft at? I can't see anything. There's three bodies and a horse just lying on the ground. Yep. Uh, you should be able to see something, Charles. Uh, well, I can see the light, but I can't see the car or anything like that. Like I can see us, but that's it. Is what I mean. Like I oh yeah, see. you you only have thirty feet of. Well, yeah, I can see up to here because I don't have dark vision. <laughs> uh, well, Citrine, you're a monster. Go and go and help. I don't know what to call this. What are you? Is there a name for this? Guardian of nature. You're a guardian of nature. Go and guard them. Okay, I will jump off the cart and go and examine the bodies. Okay. Well, um, keeping an have, eye out for anything that might approach me. You have a uh, free reign of movement of your character. Uh, okay. I'm going to get off my horse and come with Citrine. Do I see anything else? Like anything um, hiding? I'll also get off my horse. Make a perception check. Who? Citrine. Me? Citrine. Is the wagon something I can move? Or is that on the map? Uh, the wagon is on... Uh, no, the wagon is... Something that I can give you control. Can I roll perception as well. Oh, we, I was going to say, can I roll perception as well? Since I'll be helping her doing it. Um, yeah, you can roll a perception check. Yeah. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Uh, you don't see anybody other than the the, the, the bodies and the car. Well, okay. I mean, oh, I do see something on the map. Am Maybe. I supposed to see them? Maybe. But you're kind of distracted right now, so... Yeah. I want to check this body. Um, I want to move the cart closer so I can see. I, I, will, I will move you closer, Charles. Oh, are you going to run over Hugo? I, I will move right. Hugo with. Uh, I mean, I guess I'm just going to park the cart and jump off. Looks like some of them end up further into the trees. Charles, so gesture toward. I can see a dead horse and a couple of dead people. Uh, and I'm going to walk out and have a look. Can I investigate this horse? It looks like it's been bit or something. Uh, you look over the horse. Uh, the whole of its throat is just gone. What can I see in this body? On this body, uh, the front of its face is slashed to fuck. Oh my god! This look. This what look really this bad. What is what over where? Something what murdered this horse. Uh, right, as you've noticed that, uh, something rushes forward. One, two, three. I will say that. What? 
as a woman just appears out of the darkness um, and is uh, looking towards you all. Uh, she's grinning, smiling, uh, as a, a delicate two fingers uh, wipe blood from her bottom lip. Bah, what it, do you know what happened here? Um, can I do some sort of check to figure out what she is? Uh, I mean, I think it's fairly obvious, but um, she looks around at you before you can start even thinking and says, And good evening, and I imagine that you are all the heroes of the run. And you are? Uh, my name is Evelina. Why do you talk like that? Why do I talk like this? Because this You're is how I talk. You're super smug. Well, let's just say I was sent here. Did you do this? She looks around. Perhaps. Riella, she just wiped blood off her mouth. Well, I do have a message that uh, Mr. Briarwood and Mr. Dunkeld send their regards. Dunkeld, do! And I'm like the only one that's going to understand! I think I understand that too. Uh, and you it's a, and you it's should a, do, actually. Yeah, that's why I'm mentioning in that. <laughs> it's at that moment uh, she's going to lunge forward at Charles, uh, and I need you all to roll initiative. No, I want message. <laughs> that was the message. <laughs> really Charles, slow. I, after, that was, after that was said, Charles was like, "Is that the whole message?" Oh! <laughs> yeah, I was like, "I wanted the best." Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> 22. Is mine rolled yet? Yeah, yeah no, I'm on it. Oh no! Yeah, you only can have this. Okay, so rolls please. 25 to 20. Oh, Hugo needs to roll. I will roll Hugo. For 25 to 20, I got 22. He's second. <laughs> so, Charles, 22. Uh, Hugo is at 21. Uh, uh, Riala? 19! Wait. What? Where is... Ceres? I am down by the cart. No, no, no. Initiate roll. Oh, I'm laughing. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't say that. Yep. Um, so, Riala at 19. I mean... Uh, Citrine at 16. Mm-hmm. And Sarah's at five. I mean, you're two off of the bottom, so it's not like oh. you're really high up there. Yes. Right now, the initiations, uh, initiation initiatives have been read out. I'm going to quickly run to the toilet. Okay. I actually need a wee as well. Sorry. <laughs> All you know the sharing guys. Is if anybody wants to quickly take a break, I will say we can do that now. Yes, please. Yep. So. Mm. There's a vampire <laughs> that's attacking yeah, Charles. I've been the for about an hour now, so. <laughs> right. Take 10 minutes and we'll come back. Uh, okay. Magic of the internet for everybody else that might be listening. I'm Charles Blunt, and thank you for listening to my adventures. Be sure to join us next time to figure out what next daring deed I'll do.